Hey everybody, what's going on? Josh Wiggler here with another episode of the Walk Dead Podcast on Post Show Recap. Before we go forward, let's take a quick second to thank our sponsors for this episode of Post Show Recaps. Those are our friends over at Geico. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it could be hard work. You know it's easy? Bundling policies with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to Geico.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. It's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. That's Geico.com. The Walking Dead Season 11, Episode 3. Hunted is over, but we are just getting started here on Post Show Recaps. It's the Walking Dead Recap. I'm not Jessica Lees. I'm not Jess. I'm Josh Wiggler. I'm here. I'm back. I'm doing the thing. Jess is away this week. Uh, so I'm filling in with like my purge gear on as I'm coming in to hunt down some Walking Dead takes. I'm joined here as always by Chappelle. Chappelle, what's going on? I just finished eating a horse. That's what's going on. <laughs> uh, a- AJ Mass is here, also taking very small bites of horse. Uh, that is the slapjack champion of 1975 to you. I have <laughs> uh, some questions about the horse. In addition to all of the questions that I have about the Walking Dead proper, because it has been a minute since I've been on a Walking Dead podcast. But the first question about the horse is like, and I like want to go light on it, but like, of all the things that they've eaten in the zombie apocalypse, like, did this one have to, like, be, like, as bad as, like, some of the other stuff? Like, I don't know. Like, it feels like the, like, a very dramatic reaction to horse. These people ate a dog, uh, once upon a time, Chappelle. Yeah, but I think, I don't know. I think it's because they, like, walk the horses in all majestically and everyone's clapping. Yeah. Like, oh my God, they did it. They rounded the horses up. And they're like naming the horse, like yeah. okay, Flicker and uh, Whisper and all these yeah. other stuff. Yeah. And then Carol's like, "Yeah, by the way, you go slit his neck and then drain the blood from him into a basin." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you say they named one of the horses Whisper because they're going to silence that Whispers? Oh, okay. <laughs> silence. silence, poor Whispers. Yeah, it's like Gandalf rides in on Shadowfax and then like goes into into Helm's Deep, AJ, and then just like bleeds out Shadowfax to supply the armies of men with some food uh, before the big battle. It's kind of messed up. I guess that that may be the point that everybody just felt awful about it. Yeah, I mean, I you know, there's that moment there when Carol starts to lead the horse away when it dawns on me, like, oh. I know what Carol's doing. But then <laughs> Rosita comes over and goes, I know what you're doing. And she's talking about a completely different subject. I'm like, oh, well, maybe I'm wrong. For just a split second, I thought maybe I was wrong. But, no, but no. no, Carol has, has no, Carol's going to make the cookies. Carol's going to. They've got no food. They have to eat. They're going to eat ah, horses. Horses are edible in this situation. You know, I just feel like also like maybe they could have prepared it better. I don't know. Like I had I had some questions about uh, about the preparation, the reaction to the like. They're all super hungry. Like, can we not like, I don't know. Can we not like make this work a little bit better. But what are you going to do? This is the well, question. My, my, my like, question the to you, though, Josh and Chappelle is now we know that the kids are on to what this actually is do the adults really know or is it just that the kids are very perceptive and are aware of what's going on that the adults mm. don't because we didn't really see a scene of the 
of the grown-ups going, mm, I don't. it was the kids who were aware. And I wonder if that was what they were trying to say there, that, you know, they think the kids are just, you know, off playing games and everything, but these are post-apocalypse kids. They, they know what's happening. They're hip to what's happening. Uh, I don't know. I feel like somebody had to tell them because it didn't look like they ever left the card table. Like those kids were knee deep in this poker game, and so it's like someone just hands them a yeah. Yeah. Someone hands them a plate, and they're just like, "Oh, it's horse." You know, not my fave. Uh, I love RJ and them. Well, yeah, yeah. No, I love RJ in that moment where it's like, no, thank you. I'm good. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, RJ is like, I'll pass. I'm so hungry. I'm not eating that. They should have, they should not have told RJ it was a horse. That was a bad call. RJ's yeah. too young at this point. He's like, no, I'm not eating that. It's a horse. Like, everything is chicken. Uh, everything is what chicken. You say. Especially if you take little tiny bites, apparently. And but, that's another you know, question. Does the tiny bites make it better? I don't think I've ever heard that before. Like I thought like if something doesn't taste good, you just might as well just like eat it really fast and just get it over with as opposed to prolonging this like, well, maybe like nibbling off of it makes, you know, maybe it doesn't have the aftertaste. I don't know what Herschel was getting at, but he seems to know because him and Maggie have been through some stuff and he said, horse honestly isn't even the worst thing he's eaten. It's like, at least it's not the spiders. It's like, I don't need, I hope that we're not getting a flashback to the time they had to eat spiders because that is nasty. <laughs> so, suddenly the, the room turns red and he goes on a monologue. Yeah. You're walking into the house. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. The hallucination begins. We get another like uh, Michonne farewell episode hallucination, except it's spider. Spider hallucinogenic. So anyway, obviously, I'm on the podcast, and we're going to talk about food pretty early on. Uh, but it's Hunted. It's episode three. Uh, I'm shocked that this episode is called... It's called The Hunted. No, it's called just straight up Hunted, and that we made it to season 11, episode three of The Walking Dead before we had an episode called Hunted. That can't be the case. This has to have been... Uh, this cannot be our first episode of The Walking Dead called Hunted. Feels like that's going to be... I'm just doing the quick... No, there's a Hounded. Okay. In season three, there's an episode called Hounded. Uh, There were the Hunters at one point in time, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. Is there an episode called Claimed? Uh, I don't know, but it was those guys, right? No, it was before the Claimers. Yes, the first episode of The Walking Dead called Hunted. It's like, oh, you made it this far. That was like low-hanging fruit. Low-hanging horse. And you made oh it. Oh my gosh. Not low hanging horse. Jesus. <laughs> hey. I did not come here to talk about horse hung fruit with you. Uh, all right. We don't have to do that. I'm sorry, Chappelle. Uh, but the Reapers are out and we're losing people and rest in peace, Agatha and all these other people who are dying. Aiden with his poor scratched up tummy has to stay behind in the thing. And it's just a it's just a disaster. Thoughts on on the field, Chappelle? Are we how concerned are we for this group uh, going up against the Reapers right now? It doesn't seem great. Yeah, I mean, when it comes to a group, I think we're just looking at this duo that, you know, just happened to fall in our lap with Maggie and Negan, which I mean, I guess you kind of expect this to happen at one point or another because they are so at odds with each other, but I hate them together. I want them to fight 
and I want one of them to die, preferably Negan. Like, I don't like the collaborative efforts that they have to like, oh, put their differences to the side for the greater good or to survive. Like, I really hate that because I want Negan dead and I've wanted him dead for seasons, for years at this point. So I know if I want him dead, Maggie wants him dead even more. And so it's just kind of frustrating to see that like, oh, we really have to do this storyline. We have to do like the good cop, bad cop, you know, um, you know, suicide squad type mission where like we take these misfits and put them together. I, I don't want it. I want Negan dead. So for me, yeah. let's, let's just fast forward to Negan dying. I'm okay. With and that. we're, and we're really stretching it, AJ, right? Like, you know, like we got, we got like deep into it in, uh, in the season premiere and like he leaves her for dead and then they debate that in the next episode. And like now here we are and they are last two standing, like sort of like, Kind of feels like sort of like classic horror tropey stuff that the, you know, these two enemies are now going to have to lean on each other here. How much further do we stretch this out, AJ? Is this, is the, is the Maggie and Negan thing going to be like the drama? Is this a symptom of just like where we are with the show right now? We're like, well, look, these are the characters we've got. Like the big tension is, is Maggie and Negan. Like this is who we have to explore right now. We killed everyone else. Well, I think that's the one good thing I will take away from this episode. Like, you know, we had a team of maybe, you know, 10 people marching on to go to Maggie's old home. And really, they took almost all of them out. Boom, boom. You're dead. I don't even know who your name is. (laughs) Oh, poor poor Duncan. Whatever. You're dead. That that man bun guy with the beard. Did he have a name? I expect he had a name. Possibly, Um, but I don't remember it. uh, Yeah. Yeah, he had a name. The body had a name. What was that dude's name? That wasn't Cole, was it? That was was Cole. Cole. Cole's, Cole's done. Cole's yeah. dead. Duncan dies. Agatha's dead. Agatha's dead at the hands of a very, very uh, aggressive <laughs> for this stage of the uh, apocalypse zombie there. I mean, most of them are just like, uh, I was like, I'm going to run right in. I'm going to bite you. <laughs> it was a young one. Young, young walker. Yeah. But you know? I, I think I'm, I appreciate the fact that they eliminated all of this and got to it now in episode three, mm-hmm. as opposed to, I, I was really thought they would drag this out until episode six of just, you know, them walking and maybe one dies and they're walking and then another dies. It's like, okay, boom, here they are. It's the two of them. Let's get it over with. Uh, you know, and they, they do the cheat of having him swing the hook as if he's swinging the baseball bat and the blood is dripping just like the blood's dripping off of Lucille when he kills Glenn. I, yeah. It's a little much. It's a little over the top for me. Uh, and it's a shame because I, I thought the opening sequence was fantastic, starting with the slow motion on Maggie and then just kind of pulling you into the fight, and then it's over. I thought that was really well done. You know, when you, when you have Maggie then suddenly like drifting through the abandoned warehouse, being chased by a Cobra Kai like she's Daniel Arusa, <laughs> they're on their skeleton mask. Yeah. Like we're gonna get you, we're gonna get you, we're gonna get you. Well, I, I was gonna I, say, I, I really this, didn't like that part. Is this Cobra Kai? It, or, this felt like the Purge. Oh this, yeah, this felt like uh, the 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 forever year, Chappelle. The purge is is every day now, and so like these guys, like I feel like the last thing that happened before the zombie apocalypse was like a group of people were in a theater, and the purge <laughs> was playing, and then society fell, and they're like, those guys had the right idea. We're gonna need hockey masks. 
we're gonna need like head we're gonna need to go to dick sporting goods <laughs> they have a bunch of like size yeah. and stuff yeah. around. it's very weird and I also want to know who trained this group of assassins because this is like this is no you know ragtag group of misfits like these people are ninjas they are throwing yes. knives with like precision accuracy and chasing Maggie like like really hunting her I'm like man I know y'all like the apocalypse has been a while but y'all are battle tested at this point this is not some like you know raggedy group this is a like a professional hit squad but but to that point, I, I, you know, they're impressive as long as they keep the costumes on, because when we finally see the <laughs> dude who uh, the Gabriel encounters, like, really? That, this is one of these ninja assassins? Yeah, this that guy's guy? like, help me, pray for me. And Father Gabriel's like, no way. You just absolutely killed my not. friends. Like, I'm absolutely not praying for you. And this guy's like, what? Really? <laughs> But you're Come a man. But you're Come a man. On. You're a man of God. And Father Gabriel, like, like has to do like the like the like uh, action here. Like God's not here right now. You know, like he has like go <laughs> switch engage. But like, I, like I can imagine like Father Gabriel, who's like all out of f's at this point, just be like, "No, you idiot! I'm not praying for you, you jerk! You killed you killed Cole." Well, they said like, "Hey, you, you tried to kill us too." Though I was like, "Yeah, but you started it." Like, you started uh, it, you psycho. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, "Your friends tried to kill us." Well, your friends tried to kill us. Well, not had you not tried to kill us first. Like, okay, good point. I'm not but, running around the woods with a hockey mask like evil Casey Jones trying to kill everybody. <laughs> it is fascinating to me though. People keep trying to appeal to the religious portion of uh, Gabriel. But that guy is gone. We even saw in our little bottle episodes, you know, where they're like, um, is that our, our Robert Patrick episodes, the the twins? Yeah, which like, I finally watched, by the way. I, I've, I've caught up on everything, so I saw it all. Holy shnikes. Uh, <laughs> exactly. And he's even like, you know, like like trying to speak religion to Father Gabriel. Father Gabriel's like, well, actually, I'm going to hit you with this metal spiky ball hand. You know, that's yeah. it. Like that's it. So yeah, I think that part is gone. I just think that him wearing that outfit is always going to throw people off because they're always going to think they can appeal to that, and it's never going to work. I think to some degree, then that's like uh, that's a that's a, a strong tactic. Like mm-hmm. never defrock, Father Gabriel. Like <laughs> keep on frocking in the free world. Like you need that. Like that's your avatar. Uh, someone's be like, oh well. Uh, you might absolve me of all these terrible things. Come closer, and like mm-hmm. he's gonna get the chance to to do his thing. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's just like to stick it back on like the the Maggie and and Negan stuff. Just because I haven't had the chance to weigh in on those first two episodes yet, like I I find it to be like they have to go here to some extent. There's just so much history between the two of them, but to some degree, they tried to have some closure when Maggie left the first time. Like they did the storyline where like she came to see him in jail, and then she didn't go through with killing him, and then Andrew Lincoln leaves the show, and so does Maggie. Uh, Lauren Cohan leaves the show as well. It's like now they're coming back, and now I feel like they're retreading a lot of that stuff. And this is like the symptom of a show that has just been on for way too long and is like long past the expiration date. And I know that we're like the expiration date or an expiration date of a sort 
is fast approaching before they inevitably uh, keep all of these characters alive and spin them off into seven different <laughs> Walking Dead shows. But like, this is like, you know, like you got this with like that season 10 C with Daryl and Carol. Like we're just spinning the wheels on that stuff as well. They kissed and made up by the end of the Whisperer War. And now you're having them mad at each other again. You had Maggie and Negan not like kiss and make up. They're never going to do that. But they like had their situation. Like they had their like sort of dramatic resolution. And now, like, we're really, 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 really super going there again. I don't know. I'm, I'm a little, I, I think it's a little bit tired. And I say that as, like, with the exception, I really did not care for those, um, those, like, uh, the 10C episodes I thought were mostly, like, a, a miss for me. Um, but, like, beyond that, like, I'm, I've been pretty high on, on seasons nine and 10. And I think, like, this being, like, sort of, like, the main emotional core so far is, like, Ugh. I'm tired. I'm tired of this Negan and Maggie stuff. Well, I mean, it, 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 it is kind of like they were saying when they when they got together uh, there, uh, like you know, we we got to go on and like no, we really we really don't, yeah. <laughs> Maggie. We're, what what is it? You and me against all those people? Where do you see this ending? Because I mean, at least Negan is being realistic about it, and you know, like I said last week, I I, I like my bad guys to be honest about being bad and just be honest about everything. And Negan is that. That's why I like Negan as a character because he's honest about everything. Uh, and Maggie is not being honest with her feelings right now. And as soon as she gets honest with her feelings, then we can have this out. We can have our little lightsaber duel and, uh, you know, be done with it all. Uh, yeah. they, they both can't survive this, this eight episodes. I, 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 I mean, they can because it's The Walking Dead, but I, I think we really have to just one of them has to has to be dead at the end at the end of these first. Well, one of them has to leave. I think that I think Negan's got to go. I think like yeah. Negan needs okay, to check, Negan has to check out of the story. You know, whether they kill him or they just like check him out because they're going to want to Chappelle. They're going to want to make a Negan show. It's going to happen. He gotta die. No, See, they're gonna make the, the show. They're gonna make the show. They're gonna make yeah. the show. He's gonna meet all sorts of new people who don't know the things that he did. He's gonna stay in Washington, D.C. He's gonna keep going in a different direction. We're gonna not see him again, and then they're gonna announce at the end, Chris Hardwick's gonna tell us that we're Jeffrey Dean Morgan's back. He's doing a Negan show. Oh, my God. And, like, everyone's, like, gonna freak out. They're not gonna kill Negan. They can't kill Negan. But why not? He killed Glenn and Abraham and a billion other people and he did it in cold blood in front of all of us and then we had to go to that, that finale break. We dealt with that as a family. People were mourning. There were people crying on television and I was judging them. But there were people <laughs> crying and, <laughs> and talking dead, like legit, having a uh, breakdown. And so like, you can't get away with that and get your own spinoff. I'm sorry. I don't I don't agree. But I'm, I'm leaning toward what AJ's talking about. Like They got this first portion of episodes they started at episode three with it just being the two of them they cannot walk away from this together negan should not walk away from this alone i mean period he should just be done um but if we have to deal with the negan and maggie storyline into next year i'm gonna be so upset yeah they have to resolve it they have to resolve it I'm very fine with them. You know, they went on this journey. Okay, in for a penny, in for a pound. Let's finish this journey. But if they then turn around and start walking back to Alexandria, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I'm out. Hand yeah. in hand, like lo- looking longingly at each other. Yeah, no, 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 no. 
We're not doing that. There's nothing back there for me. I'll keep going. I think Josh, you're on. You're on it there. I think. I think that's what's going to happen. He's like, I'll never come back. And like, uh, then he's gonna in the first episode of of The Walking Dead. Here's Negan. He's (laughs) gonna run into a bunch of people who he's never met before. They have no idea what he's done, and it's just gonna be like, uh, you know, old man Negan. And it's going to constantly be like, you're messing with the wrong guy. And like, oh, yeah. all, he's going to meet a kid. It'll be Negan and the kid. It's going to be, you know, oh, he's going to say them all. And they're going to say, look, our savior has yes, arrived. Exactly. Oh, no. no, yeah. Ew. Walking Dead uh, savior will be the name of the Stop. show. And it'll be trash. And we'll watch it and podcast so about will. it here on Post Show Recaps. But it's going to be gross because I can already see Negan like, they're like, oh my God, we can tell you have a heart of gold. And he's like, but I have a past, you know? And it's like, they keep flashing back to him, like, like beating the crap out of Glenn. Like, I don't want it. I don't want it at all, but it's going to happen and we're going to watch it. So whatever. For sure. Um, Okay. So, so that's happening. Like we leave the episode, Maggie and Negan are like the last two standing, but they're not the only two alive. Obviously like father Gabriel, he's on his own journey right now. Um, Aiden is at least still alive for now. Uh, what do we think? Is he, is he done so, or do you think that he survives, uh, he survives the Reapers purge, Chappelle? Like, do you think that, uh, Aiden's gonna make his way out of this one? Okay. So you said Aiden, and I was about to get confused. Alden is the guy who oh, yeah. is left Alden. in the church, yeah. I guess, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes. But I'm assuming this is death, right? Like, this is him just sitting there until he dies. I, I just don't understand what the, like, what's the best case scenario? They come back in a week and he's just laying there like, oh, on his last piece of MRE. Like, I don't understand what they think is happening to him. Like, he is going to die. He's just like, he's very wounded. He's trapped alone. I mean, unless, the walkers are around. I just don't understand how he survives this. Unless Daryl's girlfriend shows up and gives him medical no. care. <laughs> yes. See, that's the problem with this show. They keep leaving no. all these breadcrumbs <laughs> in random places, and all of this stuff is plausible. Any of this stuff could happen. They just like random people who we haven't seen for eight seasons or three seasons or you know fourteen episodes could just pop up and be like, "Hi, it's me." And you're like, oh, that person's back. A hundred percent, though. Like, uh, someone's going to come around for Alden. Uh, whether it's the Reapers are going to find him and use him as bait against Maggie and Negan is a possibility. Uh, there is, I think, the possibility of Daryl's girlfriend is very much still out there, which is ridiculous. So, like, is she going to be the <laughs> one? Um Connie is definitely still alive. Uh, we know that. We've seen her alive, right? We saw her at the end of the Whisper War, and Lauren Ridloff's name is uh, in the credits every single week. Like, so she's still coming. Like, uh, she and Virgil could pick up Alden. Um, so, like, someone's coming for Alden. And also, this episode, like, I don't know, am I alone? Like, very clearly set up, like, Alden and Maggie are, like, gonna hit it off. He, Alden's at least putting out the vibe. No, he's like, yeah, he's like, well, man, he had a thing. Yeah, he had a thing for her before she left. So yeah. I mean, that's that's not a surprise that it's going in in that direction. Yeah, uh, I don't know if it's going to be reciprocated at present. I mean, certainly if you know they get rid of this big bad and they get back to Alexandria, then maybe Alden's not in the Walking Dead comic books. But with that being said, there is like some comic book Alden adjacent precedent for this maybe mm. going in a direction. Like I can I could see the show doing it, but like I also feel like everyone in like TV Walking Dead Nation is be like, 
No, she's forever married to Glenn. This is not okay. I know that we've spent a lot of time getting to meet this guy, Alden, uh, but like it's not okay, and we're not we're not accepting this. Yeah, she Take can't have nice things. No, Maggie's like our Meredith Gray, right? Like so, yeah. Meredith, she's with Derek, and that's it. And I don't care who, how many people have to die, and how many yeah. people for her to hook up with. You know, love me, pick me, choose me. It was once. It happened. Sure, it's Chappelle. never going to happen again. Bring up Grey's Anatomy when we were talking about the possibility of Jeffrey Dean Morgan becoming a ghost. <laughs> oh, Listen, true. Didn't that happen? I, uh, we don't have to go down the Denny Duquette wor- wormhole here. <laughs> All I'm saying is that Sounds Maggie's like not there. allowed to have nice things. No. Maggie's <laughs> not, allowed to, not allowed to have nice things. And so, no, I don't think Alden... And do, do we care enough about Alden for it to be him? No. Like, don't we want her to have, like, a leading man? This is, like, a, like a third string, you know, whatever. Like this is, We don't. I, I, we I don't, but he is... If she had mercy killed him, I thought it would have been interesting. You know? That would have I thought that was coming. Yeah. Yeah. We don't care enough about Alden. And yet, Chappelle, he's the the 10th build cast member on The Walking Dead these days. So, you know, like, mm-hmm. what wrap does that it mean? up. We got to get, yeah. we, you know, like, uh, we've got like, uh, we have a full season and a half still to go. Like, uh, time, time is a ticking. Uh, yeah. Wait, yeah. if he's 10, who's nine through six? Like, what, what, do, you, what do you got above him? Well, this is according to uh, Wikipedia's listing of the cast members mm-hmm. uh, for season 11. Uh, so in the top spot, obviously, is Norman Reedus. Uh, Melissa McBride is in second position. And then Lauren Cohan shows back up as Maggie and uh, squeezes Christian Serratos as Rosita out of the top three. Oh, wow. But until Maggie showed back up, Rosita top three after uh, after Denai Guerrero left. Uh, Eugene is five, Gabriel six, Aaron seven, Ezekiel eight, Jerry nine, Alden ten, Negan with the prestigious and credit. Uh, those are the starrings. Those are the starring mm. cast members. Uh, and then there's a whole mess of also starrings to consider. Mm. Um, okay, but yeah. Alden put in his time, right? Like this dude's been here since season what? Season eight, you know? <sighs> what has he done? You know, like what? What is his thing? Why do we care about Alden? I'm not sure that I do. Uh, I think when we were watching them in the subway, I said, "Who?" Because <laughs> he's, he's a was, floater. He's a yeah. floater. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't think I'm going to stick with the Sabers. I'm going to switch over to the Hilltop Alliance over here. Oh, are they not doing good? I'm going to switch over to the Alexandria yeah. side over here. Oh, are they not good? Flippers never win, AJ. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So he's still he's still on the show for now. But I think like he is like he's a whether you care about him or not, he's a central (laughs) cast member. Uh, And so like we're running out of people to like put into like any form of jeopardy that you actually like either care about or believe they will pull the trigger on. Um, that's that's the rub right there. Or yeah, believe yeah. they will pull the trigger on because right. we we know Daryl Dixon's making it to the final episode. He's, of got, he's got another show, you know. Like exactly. he's gonna be fine. He's fine. Carol's fine. Uh, like so, they're off the menu. They're not options. Um, yeah, but if Alden had died this episode, 
we would still be having the same exact podcast. Like there is no like, <laughs> yes. what is she going to do now? It's more like, oh, okay. Alden and Duncan and this person died yes, as well. That Let's would have been on. the adjustment, Chappelle. It would have been yeah. like, uh, Cole is dead. Duncan is dead. Agatha is dead. Alden is dead. I thought his name was Aiden, you know? Like, you know? <laughs> and I've watched every episode of the show. So, you know, that's that's where we're, where we're at with this guy. And like, I, I think that it is like, I don't know. I the the show has not done like a uh, a ton of work in like investing us in the character. Like this is like it's not that he hasn't had um you know scenes and sequences and storylines. Like he's very anti whisperer because they kill Enid. He's dating Enid. That's a little hard to wrap your head around. Uh, probably uh even with the time jump, it just feels a little weird. Um, so like he he was like kind of uh he kind of seemed like he was like trying to have some sort of relationship with Maggie when he first showed up uh as like one of the imprisoned saviors but like those are sort of like the beats for this guy uh and he's been on the show since season 8 and that's like the quick hit rundown of this character you know i don't know well, see, the show kills a lot of people off that's the essence of his character. He's yeah. the guy who picks up the sloppy seconds. Oh, Carl's dead. <laughs> Enid, hello. Right, right. Oh, no. Maggie, yeah. hello. Oh, well, Daryl's not around. Hey, Daryl's girlfriend, come to come. Yeah. Okay. Oh, wow. Maybe. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. That's a plot twist. Yeah. If he gets found by Daryl's girlfriend, we might have a love triangle or a square or whatever it is once uh, Maggie and Daryl find out. Yeah. I don't want that, though. No. No, 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 no. It's all good. Can we go? Can we go? Can we please just. Can we go back, find out what's happening with Ezekiel and those guys. Yeah, I do. Oh my God. I yeah, do want that. I do want to know why we didn't get any uh, further development on the Commonwealth this week, but I guess they just need to like slow drip that. We had to see Carolyn, what's going on in Alexandria. I, I, sure. I, I will give him one episode of that, um, mm-hmm. but we best get, be getting back there next week because you can't go uh, two weeks sooner without showing yeah. us that story. Yeah. yeah. And there's almost no suspense at Alexandria right now, right? Because we kind of just like, we figured out the food situation for like a week or two. They have horses <laughs> to eat. Um, they have to fix the wall. But they don't seem like they're in imminent danger aside from, you know, the fact that they don't have any food. So now that we've touched base with them, let's get back to the cool people because I want to see what's happening in this new settlement, this Commonwealth or whatever. Um and I'm a lot more entertained by that group just in general. The personalities are bigger, it seems. Uh, there's a lot of like dark and broody personalities in Alexandria. Carol's walking around looking like like dark and dejected, and then of course Daryl is Daryl, and then you know like it's uh, Aaron's just kind of doing the same thing. It's a lot of just kind of staring at each other. I was like, no, give me Princess who could literally talk to the wall for an entire episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, which happened. <laughs> yeah, or that did was it. crazy. <laughs> oh, yeah, that or did it happen, crazy. Josh? Um, yeah, Josh, you watched the episode now. You tell us. Did that happen? Did, did, did Princess talk to someone? Or was this like Princess went in the box, t- had a moment for the entire episode, then the box door opened up, and then now she's with the Stormtroopers? Uh, I think that she had uh, that, the, that the final Stormtrooper, I think that guy was real. Uh, mm-hmm. He's real... But like the rest of it is completely in her head, uh, is uh, totally, totally in her mind. Was my take on it? 
Excellent. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I think that she she lost it. I think that she like has been alone for a really long time. And I think The Walking Dead has a history of doing these kinds of episodes. Like think back to like when they killed Tyrese in season five, Ugh. right? And like he like That's is visited by tons of ghosts and stuff like that. Like they've done like Rick leaves and he's surrounded by ghosts on the way out. Like they like the show loves to do this. The show yeah, right loves back like, to that uh, phone call that he got with from all the other yeah from, from Lori too, yeah. right? You know, like mm-hmm. like the show has a long history of doing like the hallucination episode and just like pick your form of hallucination. Yeah, I think that's that that was it for Princess was was my take on it. My mm-hmm. uh, my other take from that uh, like uh, set of episodes was the Robert Patrick stuff was actually crazy like that was <laughs> i can't believe they did twin robert patrick's and killed them both there's got to be a triplet there's got to be a third brother out there there's just no way that there isn't um, who do you think's the head of the reapers I oh no oh, if they pull off the casey jones mask and it's another robert patrick i'm going to laugh so hard i'm Jesse's rooting for it gonna explode i'm rooting for it I'm rooting Gabriel for shows it. up i killed you twice yeah <laughs> You'll have to kill me again. Uh, third time's the charm. Um, I, uh, I I am fine to spend more time with what's going on in Alexandria. Obviously, it's like really important. They got to get their shit together. Otherwise, they're in like a hugely bad way. Um, but like, I don't need another episode of them like wrangling the horses. And I can't believe that the show did go back to this turf when like, uh, you know, Walking Dead just has such a bad track record with like horses specifically. You get a horse on the show and it has to die. And it's like, we do, like, I know it's been like three years and you probably thought you would like, had like, you like satisfied a, like a sufficient amount of time since you've killed a horse on the show. They even name check buttons in this, right? <laughs> yeah. Which was, like, I think was the one that Aaron and Daryl lost, like four buttons, like RIP buttons. I know it's <laughs> been years since that happened. You've you've killed your allotment of horses. You can't do this anymore. And they just made a whole storyline about we got to track the horses and start killing them for food. It was like, I get it. They're in a bad way. But like, walk and dead. come across the horse graveyard. Don't forget the horse graveyard. Which yeah. Is mm-hmm. us, which was you know, weird. We don't need that. Uh, no. So, so like, I, I, I like a lot of the characters that are still in Alexandria, right? Like, it's you know, I love Aaron's a great character. Uh, Jerry is fun. Uh, Carol can be great when they want to be like, it's, you know, one way or the other. Uh, mm-hmm. And I want to hang out with the kids. I think that the kids are great. You know, like, give me more uh, RJ and and uh, and Judith and Herschel and do something fun with them instead of just like playing poker. Like, is there not like some sort of like, uh, Harry, Ron, and Hermione hijinks that they can't get into with a Marauders map. They could take down the Reapers, Chappelle. Isn't there a fourth kid? Are we just not acknowledging that there's another, like a, a little yeah, girl sitting at the table with them? That's Alden's kid, isn't it? Or is, is it? that, or is that Aaron's daughter? I think maybe Aaron's daughter because Alden's yeah. kid was a was a boy. Yeah, yeah. Alden's kid is the one they're like. That, that's the motivation to getting back. Like, oh, yeah, right. we, Alden's we kid is the back. is the one that the. That Alpha's group just like dropped. <laughs> oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. This this girl popped up out of nowhere, and I had no clue who she was. I was like, "Oh, look, do it, yeah. Herschel, RJ." Oh, 
friend. I, I Jess is not Jess is not here, but I mean, she would probably suggest at this point that perhaps we were in line for an episode where the kids, much like in the episode where Picard and some of the uh, Next Generation cast become children and have to beat the no. big bad for the week, we're going to yeah. see these kids behind the scenes saving the day. I <laughs> in want some that. sort of Rube Goldberg device kind of situation. It's Gracie. Oh, yeah. It's Gracie. Gracie is Aaron's daughter. Sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah her. Yeah. No, I, I like what AJ's talking about. It's absurd, but you could see it, right? Like, so they all have to, let's say all the grown ups have to go on the mission because the horses get out or something. And that leaves <laughs> the kids back at the, uh, you know, at Alexandria and the walls. We know the walls aren't holding up, right? So, you know, someone's going to try to infiltrate it and then, you know, Herschel and Judith, you know, with RJ and Toe have to, you know, home alone this thing and, uh, you know, protect everybody's home from the invaders. And then everybody gets back, but nobody knows what happened. They just kind of took care of it under the, uh, like, while everybody was gone. They're like, how is everything going? Oh, it's fine, mom. You know, and then yes. the episode goes off. It's yeah. so good. Pay no attention to Joe Pesci and Daniel uh, Stern lying <laughs> on the ground. This is, this is my house. I have to defend it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, an entire plate of horse jerky just for me. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'd like to see the the Walking Dead do Home Alone would be fun. Uh, I think is it would there, be be all right. Is there any room for uh, the Walking Dead kids meeting our world beyond kids at some point, or is the timeline too different? Ah, <sighs> oh, man, I think that the timeline. No, the timeline has got to be relatively close. Because, mm-hmm. because uh, yes. this, this is this is something we need to discuss is in the Walking Dead universe right now, there has been this casting news that the yes. Walking Dead world beyond uh, starring those precious little tykes, those sweet little guys. They're just trying to do their best here in the apocalypse with Iris and Hope and Silas and Elton, those sweet little 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 cherubs. That they've got one more season left on the show, and uh, we know that the show is dealing with like the Three Rings Circus or whatever the heck they call like that extra group, uh, and it has to take place at least after Rick Grimes has left the main Walking Dead because Jadis, aka Anne. AKA Pollyanna McIntosh has been announced as part of the cast of the walking dead world beyond season two. Uh, <laughs> they have not said anything about Andrew Lincoln, but they brought back Jadis. She's coming back. Uh, so if Jadis is around the time of world beyond, uh, and we assume that this is not like garbage person prequel, I don't think the timeline would work <laughs> out that it's gotta be post garbage people. And yeah, Chappelle, maybe those little Walking Dead World Beyond babies can hang out <laughs> with the Walking Dead proper babies. Yeah, I don't know how it would work considering we only have one season left of World Beyond, so we assume that it's coming to an end very very quickly. But we know this iteration of the Walking Dead is going to last at least another year. So exactly. I don't, yeah, so I don't know if the Walking Dead World Beyond is still going to be a thing by the time this ends, or if they're going to like overlap Maybe they can bring the kids to the Walking Dead proper. Yeah, AJ, you're not long. I see you. <laughs> Cavalry comes to save the day in episode 18. <laughs> it's oh going to be... Forget, oh, 
forget home alone it's gonna be like the goonies right like you get like that sort of like age disparity where you've got like the like the preteens and then the teens like uh you've got like elton's gonna be in like the josh brolin spot uh hanging out with all these kids and like taking them to find one-eyed willie's rich stuff uh like that's, <laughs> that's gonna be the next show and i'm i'm fully on board with that and, and and what's what's to stop them? I mean, at that point, from like you know having uh, Dwight <laughs> ride in the last they're, episode, they're Morgan is shortly thereafter. They're gonna do their like uh, Avengers Endgame moment. Walking Portals dead. opening up all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Big Mo to your left. Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> On your left. It's On Big your Mo. left, Big Mo. Big yeah. Mo just pops out out of a portal, just like rolls. <laughs> yeah oh my god big mo yeah and and of course that just fits right in because you know the niger for sure the most ambitious crossover event of all time of all time <laughs> uh but yeah the kids are just playing cards and stuff this week so there isn't much to report on but like i want to know more about herschel like it's great to see herschel like i want to I, I I do want to know a little more about like what his life has been like, uh, you know, son of Glenn. You know, I want to know more. Sign me up. I'm definitely interested. I agree. I agree. You know, normally I complain about the flashbacks we get on the show because we do so many, especially in the little bottle episode. I mean, it seemed like every episode was this episode starts here and then we go back six, six years and then we go back three more years and we go forward 10 years. And I just, I, you can tell a story from beginning to end. It's fine. You can. You can just pick a date and you can move forward and everything will be fine. I promise. Walking Dead writers, you can do this. It happens. Yeah. But when it comes to Glenn Jr., aka Herschel, I kind of want to know what he's been up to. You know, uh, he seems to have a lot of world experience with the eating of the spiders and the, oh, if you nibble this really small. Maggie tells a few like, anecdotal stories about the horrors that they've gone through. But like, what if we do get like some of this? Through his point of view, as opposed to Maggie's point of view, you know, him walking around, kind of watching Maggie lock him in in random buildings and be like, I'm, I'll be right back. And kind of what they, he sees and deals with in that time. Could be cool. Did they set this up? Are we going to oh. see Maggie's story of that horrible adventure, but from his point of view? Yeah. Uh, baby, baby Herschel in Meridian. Like, are we going to like, uh, is that how we find out like what happened in this place where the Reapers like, uh, first made contact with Maggie's group? Um, maybe possible. Yeah. I mean, it, it looks like the actor who plays baby Herschel seems to be doing fine. I mean, like, uh, as far he's as good. he's good, yeah, he's good. So yeah. I think he could do it. I think he could cover, you know, at least a big portion of an episode if he needed to. He's Here's Henry. He's not. But here's <laughs> here's the thing. Uh like Judith Grimes rocks. You know, like yes. she's gotten to do really cool stuff. They've done a great job with her. A uh, little ass kicker as she was once known uh, and mm-hmm. shall forever be. Like she's cool. They did a really good job with her. Um I I like this it's like hot stove material being like hey walking dead do more with like the kid actors like give them stories and stuff because like the track record's not phenomenal uh mm-hmm. it and it can be like the kind of stuff that's just like it it destroys so much um but Herschel is a character with like a ton of history and someone who we ought to be at least really really invested in you know, we love Maggie. We love Glenn. This is their child. This is an important character and sort of like the legacy of the show. Give them a story. Like, I think that that's a, I think that character can sustain a story um, if they, if they do it right. So 
I, I hope we get a little bit of that. I, I, I don't need to see him and Maggie like eating spiders and just like popping them like Pringles. Like I don't need that. Uh, just like, mm, yum. Oh, that one was juicy. Like I don't need that. Um, but I do think like even just like the suggestion of him being like, it's not so bad. Like I ate worse things on the road. Like that kid saw shit. Like let's see that. Yeah. I think you're right, Chevelle. I think that that would be fun. Mm, he just seems so relaxed like as a kid who was in the apocalypse like the kids are talking to him and he, it's almost like because he's younger than Judas but it's almost like he's been around the block a few times like you know this is nothing you know and I'm like well what kid what do you know because obviously you are a little bit more equipped for this than I am because I would still be asking questions about the horse I'd eat it make no mistake I'd eat it but <laughs> I would still be like so who prepared this who was the chef what what's happened here um and so yeah, what does he have to offer? Uh, and at least, you know, if you have to tell us the Maggie storyline, because it's Maggie, you can give us a more creative way of doing that through the eyes of Glenn Jr. Yeah, I think that'd be cool. Um, not everybody hated the horse. I think it needs to be noted that you see Magna uh, eating a, place, a plate of horse at one point. And she's like licking her fingers afterwards. Like she was enjoying it. She loved the horse. Magna. <laughs> Magna. Loved the horse. When you say it, the Dr. Evil just <laughs> pops right into my head. <laughs> That's straight from Rob. That's what Rob <laughs> said. Uh, but Magna's been around so long that Rob was still talking about The Walking Dead. Magna. Uh, <laughs> that, yeah, she's eating the horse and she's, she's enjoying it. Uh, she's mad at Carol because Carol is giving Kelly too much hope that Connie is alive. Uh, the are you, who's whose side of the argument are you on, AJ? Uh, you know it's it's not even that. I, I think she's using that excuse because she doesn't want Carol to take Kelly away from her because she's like the only connection she has to her group, which is like no longer really a group anymore. It's it's pretty much her and Kelly. And Yumiko's gone off to uh, you know Eugene's adventure, right? I, I think she doesn't trust Carol. I think she thinks that Carol's going to treat Kelly just like she treated the horses. You know, it's, it's, it's that side mm. by side there of, Oh, you can lead her out and say, you're going to be her friend and protect her and, and guide her. But if you need to eat her, you're going to eat her. And I, I, I don't think she's as concerned about anything else other than she just, she really just doesn't trust Carol. <laughs> What happened to Luke? Is he not on the show anymore? Uh, Who was Luke? Luke was the balladeer. Didn't he die in the... uh, He he died somewhere along the way. Wait, (laughs) he's there. He's he's the guy from uh, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Uh, Oh, with the curly hair. Yeah, is he off the show? We like Luke. Um, Did he die at Oceanside at some point? No way. Did he... (laughs) I love how we're like, what happened to Luke? Who is I don't know. It was around the time Michonne was leaving. He was still around, and I don't remember exactly what happened to him. No, he's still on the show. Uh, he has. Yeah, the, he's at Oceanside. He has the yeah. status that he'll be. He's allegedly going to be in season eleven, but he's just gone. Yeah, maybe he's. Yeah, I, I think, think he's. Right. Ocean, he I went to Oceanside right. with some blonde girl or something. Yeah, I think you're I think, right. I think yeah. that's correct. With, with Jules, wasn't with he with Jules? Jules? Yes, that's yeah. it. That's correct. Yeah. Oh man, Luke, that was a callback. Uh, yeah. well, it yeah. took me a second. Because <laughs> yeah. he was not in Tennessee at all. Uh, 
So at one point, Luke will be back. Yes. But KJ makes a good point about Carol and not trusting her. Cause who sh- should you trust Carol at this point? Like, you know, Carol is just going to like lure you in with her Carolness. And then when the time comes, if you are a liability, there's no world where Carol doesn't kill Alden in that, um, in that church. If she feels like she has to, right? Like Maggie's like, okay, I'll give you a knife and some food and we'll be back for you. I promise. Carol's like, yeah, we need that food and that knife. Um, yeah, I think so, Carol's saying, look at the flowers, Alden. Well, I was about to say, say Carol's Sarah Sue there with Kelly, like, so teach me some sign language. What's the yeah. sign for flowers? Yeah. Yeah. She goes, so, look at the flowers, Aiden. It's Alden. Yeah. yeah. I don't like, care. Sure, sure, whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't care. I don't um, care. I mean, I mean, seriously, Carol is literally a hair's breadth away from turning Alexandria into Terminus. Yeah. Mm hmm. This is close to doing it, so I, I wouldn't trust her either. You know, unless my name is Daryl Dixon, I am not trusting her. <laughs> oh, that's true. Where is Daryl? Because Daryl and Dog escape, and we don't see them again for the rest of the episode. What's mm. that? What's happening with Daryl and Dog right now? I don't know because if they came above ground, then they're in danger. Like we have pointed out that the Reapers are no one to to trifle with. Um, Maggie's survived it, which is kind of odd because, like I said, these are like trained assassins, and Maggie was able to somehow manage to come out alive. You know, definitely at the like cost of like eight other people's lives. But you have well, to that imagine armor she was wearing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, straight, head to yeah. toe. Yeah. But uh, so. I'm assuming Daryl has to have similar armor on because if he's come above ground, there's no reason why he should be able to walk around with a dog unscathed. Uh, maybe he's the one who fought, who finds Alden. Started. Yeah, maybe he's Don't the one who finds Alden. Don't even get me oh, started with they they brought the dog on this this mission. Like, come it on. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. And the dog has been acting like a dog. There's been several times where there's been a plan and the dog has run in the wrong direction because it's a dog. And now you're in a situation where these people are hunting you aggressively. This isn't like booby traps. This is people throwing knives and sickles at you from feet away. And you got a dog there to also manage. I just don't think this is a good idea, but somehow, you know, because it's Daryl, he'll be okay. Yeah. It won't do anything to dog. Oh, 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 I didn't say all that. Uh, no, they're they're not a okay. horse. Come on. They won't do anything to dog. <laughs> they won't, they won't do that to dog. Hmm. Okay. I almost got in trouble for saying I was going to punch a dog on the RHAP rewind this week. So if you haven't listened to that, that'd be fun to check out. Um, Listen also, up. it was the finale of the RHAP rewind. So. <laughs> Co- coincidence? I don't know. Well, he didn't announce it was the finale until after you said it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, because after I said it, he was like, you know what? It's not a pull the plug. I don't um, know. I, don't yeah, know. I, could, I could see a dog not surviving this. I mean, like, it's a dog. Yeah, you know, if the horses no, can't make it, why is the dog it, okay? It's not a dog. Yeah. It's dog. It is dog. That is true. When they need a moment for Daryl to cry over something, but he's too Daryl to cry over that something, they will kill dog so that Daryl will cry over yeah. that. But we know uh, he's really crying over about that other thing that he refused to cry about. Right, right. Yeah, mm. and then Daryl oh. goes John Wick on the on the Reaper. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he does it every other dog. episode. 
He yeah. legit went John Wick in the second episode too, just where he like grabs the gun and just doesn't. He has fifty five bullets in this in this tiny pistol, and he shoots and he does not miss one time, um, preserving all the bullets as necessary, and then helping them escape while throwing a grenade into the uh, adjacent, you know, train car. He he does that. That's what Daryl does. I just mm-hmm. don't know what he could lose at this point that would make him cry. That is not dog because he doesn't have much else. Like it, it has to be. A, if it's not dog, that's gonna make him cry. It has to be a person. And I mean, it's his girlfriend. He'll he'll meet his girlfriend Connie. again, and it'll go poorly. Connie, if Connie comes back, yeah. Maybe. Oh yeah. Yeah. Maybe if Connie comes back, I guess I just don't know. Like I can't. I, I think you can cry over Connie. If you're gonna cry over the dog, you can definitely shed a tear for Connie. You don't need the dog as the device to do that. I hope that. I hope so. I but I hope Connie's okay. Uh, I just want Connie back in the show. She's a great character. Absolutely. Uh, um, is there anything else from this episode that that uh, stood out to either of you that we didn't that we didn't hit on? Yeah, you know who I don't love, Rosita. Why? Why is Rosita here? She's not doing anything. Like, they, <laughs> even at the end of the episode, like she like has this moment where she sees like Carol, and like there's this moment where Rosita's like, "Should I get involved in the show?" Uh, nah. I don't think I should. And then she like walks away, and that's the Rosina scene. She literally says bye. She goes, "All right, well, I'm gonna go." Like, see, that's her line. Wait, wait, where are you going? Yeah. Well, you see, she went. She went on on this trip around the Walking Dead world. Uh, it was an amazing race that they went on, and the <laughs> task was to to catch four horses and bring them back home. And she was the last to arrive back at Alexandria, so uh, you yeah. know she had to give her parting words, and it was time for her to go. I, yeah, I, there was nothing that was going on in her storyline. They they twisted it to get her in there and. It's like, oh, okay. Um, thank you. Christian yeah. Serratos, fourth build star of The Walking Dead. Upstaged by the baby in the one scene she was in at Alexandria. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She, I'd like for them to do more with her. She's just so weird that, you know, with her being Rosita that we've known forever. Like, she's outlasted a lot of these people. And it's like, the best you can do is like, oh, yeah, she can come too on the horse, on the horse journey. Um, Because she had nothing better to do. Well, the the only other thing she's doing is dreaming about Abraham. And I have to say this, but it's jarring to hear Abraham's name because sometimes you forget that he was on the show. He died millions of years ago. Long time. He's not Glenn. So it's like, since he's not Glenn and he died so long ago, she's like, yeah, I had a dream about Abraham. I'm like, why? I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, you, okay, fine. You had a yeah. dream about Abraham. That makes sense. But what does it mean? Like, why is this important to us as the viewers? I don't know. It means that the writers can't write for Rosita because you yeah, know, it's they a shame. put her in a scene where she didn't pass the Bechdel test. And like, <laughs> seriously, it's a, it's a shame. dream about anybody. She's been on the show since season four. You know, yes, she's been ever. here for a long ass time, and they just like, yeah, I, and she's I would dreaming like to Abraham. Figure this out, yeah. <laughs> she's like she's dreaming about Abraham. It's been yeah. like a decade. No yeah. offense, but not even, not even dreaming about Sadiq. <laughs> oh, right, yeah. right. Oh, yeah, that make more sense. Yeah, it was it. I just it was so odd, and so I'm like, I like Rosita as a character, but this was nothing. Come on, sis, give us the minimum. She did nothing, nothing here. Uh. You know what else I I do want to remark upon that I thought was uh, incredible uh, is the word I'll, I'll choose to use here uh, is there's this moment where we find out uh, that 
if uh, if a horse lets you touch its ear, it trusts you. That's what it means. And then in the final scene of Kelly and Magna, uh, <laughs> Kelly pulls on Magna's ear. So like, you calling me a horse? Basically, <laughs> like, what are you doing? Touching my ear? Don't touch that. Right. And Kelly was, I think, trying to say, "Trust me." Right. Mm-hmm. When she's pulling on her ear, yeah, you trust me. Well, yeah, duh. <laughs> so right. I don't, I don't think it meant what she thought it meant. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another moment that I did write down was did you do you guys remember this walker that's like on a post and it says judas and he's like roaring but yes it's, it's, is it on fire was the walker burnt to it like it looked stake? like yeah it looked, it looked like it yeah am i getting my zombie lores mixed up i didn't know that walkers could is this like am i mixing this up with like game of thrones a walker i thought we burned them and they die why there, is he alive? There was some, there was some like Game of Thrones stuff going on in this episode between that and then like they find like the butchered horse and like, oh, didn't the White Walkers used to like send signals to the realms of men with like, uh, like sigils created with horse parts? It's like, oh, don't give me smart sure. zombies. I don't need landing with all the bodies, that, you know, kind of strong. I don't need that. I don't need that. Yeah, there's yeah. some some weird stuff uh, going on with the walker here. I mean, like, I guess I is it is this like another like Reaper thing, Chappelle? Like the like this is like Reaper justice that we're seeing. I guess so, but it, it must have been that they burned him alive, right? And so then he like dies and comes back as a walker, but he's already burnt to a crisp. Uh, because in my mind, it was like if you burn the body, it will not come back alive. Um, but then again, I could be thinking about 17 other zombie shows that probably fit that. And I don't think we've talked about fire and the walkers for a very long time. I mean, it just is not, we've come to terms with the fact that you have to pretty much just stab it in the head to get it to die. So I didn't know if there was a reason why this particular walker was just kind of there, but I did think it was interesting to see it just kind of like, um, posted up like that. Um, you know, no pun intended. Yeah, I, I do think there's a lot of there was a lot of religious imagery that seemed to be related to this group. You know, just the fact that the the one who encountered Father Gabriel was engaging him religiously, and and so there was that aspect of it. We had the Judas reference of so this this crossbound uh, Walker who was burnt to a crisp. So I, I'm, I'm, and we spent the time in a church. So I'm I'm, I'm thinking maybe there's some sort of religious slant to this community that we're about to encounter but you know i don't know for sure but yeah. it seems to be leaning that way yeah i don't know um i feel like uh i feel i feel fairly disengaged with the reapers uh and i i i don't know like right like i want to know what's up with the commonwealth this is totally disconnected from that like commonwealth feels like that's the end game stuff like let's get us closer to there let's like push all of our like the reaper storyline feels to me like we have eight more episodes than we need to finish this show. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and so it's like I'm having a hard time feeling like supremely invested in it when I feel like they just got Maggie back on the show. She's going to make it. Uh, like Daryl's not going to get killed. He's got a whole other show to make. Um, I don't think they're going to kill Negan, but if I'm wrong, then I'll be impressed that they actually had like the, the fortitude to kill Negan. I don't think that they do. Uh, so like I, 
I just feel like very disconnected from the Reaper storyline. And it's got to take some kind of impressive turn soon. Otherwise, I'm just going to like rank it as like a very solidly mid tier to lower tier Walking Dead storyline. Uh, and that's a bummer because I think that these last couple of seasons have been really super fun for the most part. Yeah, uh, I think it's very much like the wolves serve the purpose that they serve. The wolves when it was is, like, a good, is a really good comparison. Yeah. It's like, okay, they're bad, but not really. And okay, are they done? Good. Let's get on to the next thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Um, all right. I mean, I guess if we don't have anything else, that's the Walking Dead podcast this week. Uh, that's hunted in the books. Uh, follow these guys on the Twitter bots. Uh, where could they find you at AJ Mass? AJ, what do you got going on? Oh, I've got my beat my guest podcast, a trivia podcast that we just finished our eighth season, believe it or not, and we're coming back for season nine very soon. Uh, catch that where you catch your podcast and. Uh, my good friend Kintad's fence guard and I are continuing our rewatch of Criminal Minds in the middle of season two right now. Felonious Pundits podcast for all your Criminal Minds needs. Check it all out. Chappelle, where are people finding you? What do you got going on? The rewind, uh, the finale, uh, because you threatened I violence. Punched dog. I punched the dog. Fine. Yes, the RTP rewind finale was this week. We talked about who wants to be a superhero with uh, Naomi Calhoun. Uh, so that was a good time. Sasha Joseph and I are still covering Never Have I Ever on Silent Podcast. I think we're up to episode nine. Amazing. Um, episode eight just was released this week. So that that's fun. Uh, and then uh, I guess a week from now, I will be talking to uh, Rob and Shannon Gus about the best season of Survivor on Rob Has a Podcast as voted by the listeners of Rob Has a Podcast. Survivor I love Heroes those qualifications. Like you're distancing yourself potentially from agreeing with the decision. Listen, Pearl Islands could have been higher. That's what uh-huh. I'm saying. <laughs> but as the listeners have voted, and this is what they asked for, you people asked for, yeah. we'll be discussing that next week. And so, um, you guys, I don't think I'll be here. Okay, well, that's all right. I'll come back. Uh, AJ's going to be here. Jess will be back as well. I should say, depending on when you're listening to this, uh, Jess Lease at Haymaker Hattie on Twitter. If you are listening to this episode of the Walking Dead podcast on September 8th, why don't you go at Haymaker Hattie and wish Jess a happy birthday. Uh, Go go ahead and do that. Happy birthday to the incredible Jess Lees. And if it's like September 9th and onward, just wish her a belated happy birthday. But definitely wish her a happy birthday. Don't be a bad person. Uh, so go ahead and do that at Haymaker Hattie. I'm at Rand Howard. We've got tons of things happening on post-show recaps. It's community building down the hatch. Hang in there. All sorts of different things. Ted Lasso. A million different podcasts that are happening right now. Get your pick wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe to those feeds. Enjoy the stuff. We'll have the gang back together next week talking more walking dead uh i hope things take a turn uh would be great i would love to have some like fresh stuff to talk about next week because this week felt very wheel spinny let's stop Mm -hmm. spinning the wheels let's go somewhere uh okay that's the podcast we'll be back next week bye everybody 